Joe Show. Hey, this is Ro. And this is Joe. And we discuss the gray area, the black and white of things. And today I'm going to introduce, um, because Ro's going to be doing most of the talking. Yes. Today we are going to talk about the collective conscious. Yes. Manifestation, how your thoughts are powerful, how we kind of manifest our own destinies yes. in a way, in a sense. So she's going to edify us. <laughs> I'm going to try. On her view on how she thinks that we can do that and, you know, create change within our own lives, which ultimately, hopefully, we create change within ourselves, positive change. It can create mass change. Yes. So it's just it's the little things that lead to the big things. And so that's what we're going to talk about. So I guess start off with what the collective conscious is, yes. subconscious is, what it means, what it means to you, what it should mean to all of us. <laughs> so the collective conscious, um, just having come out of a master's program centered around psychology, one of the biggest questions I had for myself was all of these theories come from a white male. Most psychological and sociological theories and the fundamental things that we experience, all of the all of that comes from the mind of a white male. Coming up into the uh, late 1900s... Or that's who's taking credit for it. Well, or, true. I didn't even think about that. But yes. And then there are some white females now who have come up with some psychological theories about why we do the things that we do and why we act the way that we act. But to get back to the collective conscious, um, it was uh, a theory um, that was founded by Emil Durkheim, a sociologist, again, a white man. Um, and pretty much what the collective conscious is, is the hell beliefs or habits of a group you know, or a culture, it's what we hold as true on a, the masses, on a collective level. And so how does that impact us? So here in America, the culture as a collective, um, we have some offsets. On a macro level, um, I, I want to say white supremacy because that's what our podcast is about, is about the black and white of things and how constructs create what we now experience as life today today yes so there's uh the collective conscious of democracy and then there's individualism and materialism and we live in a capitalistic society and a culture of where you know beauty is the end all be all so everybody wants to be pretty and everybody wants to have long hair and everybody wants to have fair skin again standards of beauty mm -hmm. and so what does this do on a collective level well not everybody can be that. So how does that destroy the person who cannot afford to lighten their skin? And, and I, right now I'm talking about black people. Straighten their hair. Uh, or maybe they don't want to. Or, and, or they feel pressured that they have to. In order to acquiesce to the societal norms, you know. 
Which social media is a big pressure on that. But I will say, I see a lot of, you know, you see a lot on social media. I see a lot of black women rocking their natural hair. Nowadays, Being yes. proud. So I think that's slowly but surely, you know, being watered down on social media. Now, in corporate America, it's probably a totally different story, right. total different podcast. But I'm just saying I've recognized some change and some pride there, which is good to see. So the collective conscious, you know, how does that impact us on a macro level? Um, if we all feel that we should be one particular way because of the hierarchy, um, that leads to stress and anxiety, depression, you know, and when we feel these things internally, again, we project it externally. And what does that do to our planet? What does that do to the people we love the most? How do we deal with each other on a personal level, on a business level, in love and relationships, and not just personal, you know, who you love, your mate, but your children, your sisters, your cousins, your coworkers, your coworkers you know, we all, um, happiness isn't discussed often. And when it is discussed, it's kind of like a, it's, it's kind of like a frou-frou. Oh, there they go again with that happy shit. You know, a state of mind. Like you, you just, I mean, and sadly you have to fight for it a lot, Uh but you have to choose to be happy. Like the, our automatic go-to for most people is if you wake up to a flat tire, That'll usually set the tone for the rest of your day because it puts you in a quote unquote bad, bad mood. mood. So you get a bit flat tire, then you got to fix it. You're late for work, took money out your pocket. You might not have had blah, blah, blah. And then you're in a bad mood. So the rest of your day, you look at as a bad day when in all actuality, you just had that flat tire. You could have just fixed your tire, lost the money, but just went on and then forgot about it. Right. So, but we let our minds. We're not conditioned to do that. And on a collective level, we're conditioned to, oh shit, here we go. It's fucked up my day. I got a flat tire. And you keep that. When you hold that negative energy, oh fuck, my tire is flat. That affects every little thing that you do for the rest of the day. Right. Story. Yesterday, our seven-year-old played in a basketball game. Now, the day before, he bawled his ass off. And this was just some impromptu shit. Mom, right. I want to play in the game. Okay, Bray. I'm I'm like, uh, I don't know. You're not even... He had on his jeans. Right. Like, this was not something planned. So the day before, he bawled his ass off. They won the game. His team won the game. He's happy. He's elated. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm happy. Yesterday... Goes back. He's ready to play. Okay. They play the game. He's playing against uh, a couple of bigger boys. It was the same way Saturday. But these are even bigger boys. And Saturday it was three on three. Yesterday it was two on two. So it was Braylon and another little guy against two other guys. Okay. So they're balling. The red team's up. Braylon's on the blue team. Braylon has a really difficult time with losing. He does not like to lose. So if he missed a shot, he got frustrated. 
that frustration led to more missed shots, led right. to more missed shots. And the more he missed, the more frustrated he got. And he was the only kid that cried. They lost the game. His team lost. Right. And I God knew it because at seven years old, I'm trying to teach him how to stay calm. It's important to stay calm because if you are frustrated it's going to set the tone for the rest of everything that you do throughout the day. And I tried to use that game as an example. Once your energy is off, if you can't collect yourself, that's it. Yep, you're done. Y- you're done. Just like, It's almost like <laughs> overthinking. Yes. Like if you just sometimes just let it flow, it'll be fine. But as soon as you start overthinking something, mm-hmm. it, it's just fucked mm-hmm. up. That's why I personally never want to go see a psych, go get a psychic reading. I don't need no negative <laughs> seeds planted in my brain. No, seriously. I get it. And I used to do psychics because, all the time. Seriously, and you're right. If I say one wrong thing, then you're going to be overthinking that one wrong thing. And you might overlook the one right thing. Yes. Because you're overlook, you're overthinking that bad, the seed. bad that someone had implanted in your brain. And that's as simple. That's what the collective conscious is, is you build these habits and these beliefs based on what you've learned and on a collective level as a culture here in America, it's a trickle down. We're all feeding off each other. Yeah, we're feeding off. And it, it, it is. That's exactly right. We're feeding off of each other's negative energy. We're feeding off of um, each other's conscious and unconscious biases. And we all have unconscious biases, which are those social stereotypes. Um, it's the most prevalent of the conscious collective is our so th- uh, unconscious bias. This is comparable to like the secret, um, the law of attraction. It's kind of that mindset. It's kind of similar to that, correct? Kind of, because, well, I guess you think about you bring about. Yes. And I truly do believe that only because I've lived that. I've made myself my own science project. Like, huh, let me see if this shit really works. And we do it all the time. We do it all the time. And you kind of explain it away as, well, uh, that's a fluke. Oh, or I was thinking about you and you just turned up, you know, or right. you called. No, that is the energy that you've put out there into the universe and it manifests itself. Just sometimes it happens instantly. I was singing a song and I turned on the radio in the car and the song was on. Right. It happens instantly. Sometimes, sometimes it takes a little while. And you don't remember. And you, you forget that this is a thought you had in your head like yes. a year ago. Uh-huh. A year later, you it happens to you. You forget to give the credit where the credit's due, and that's your own thoughts. Yes. Because sometimes it's negative, but sometimes it is that positive thing that you wanted or you thought about, and you know, and you thought about and you thought about, and it happened. It may not have happened as big as you wanted it, or it could have happened bigger, but right. you just sometimes are unaware. How would you... How would you explain to somebody how to actually, like, how to practice this in their daily lives? Like, if someone never heard of it, let's just say we're talking to a a room of sixth graders, seventh graders, eighth graders. How would you tell them, you know, you have the power, you have the, if your mindset's in the right place, your thoughts are in the right place, your attitude's in the right place, but how would you tell them how to do it? Like, how do they start? What would you What would you say? Who that's an interesting the first. The first step for someone to say, you know what, they're going to take control of their lives and they're going to do it for me this way because I'm a mom. 
and I've never been the type of mom to candy coat things. And so my approach may not be the best approach, but I'm just one but of... But it's the Ron Joe show, so I, it's I our approach. They're going to hear it. <laughs> I would just tell them, do you understand how powerful you are? Do you understand that what you think about, you bring about? So be careful. I mean, I say this to my son all the time because I want him to get it. I want him to understand the concept of my power, I unleash it by what I think. And it's not even just the thought. It is the energy behind the thought. Because you can have a fucked up thought. Which leads to words. Right. You can have... Which lead to action. Yes. It's the energy. It's how... It's how... It's how you feel about that thought. Right. You know, oh, I really want this. You know, nine times out of ten, you're going to get this, whatever that this is, whether it's, you know... And the universe can't, don't always know words. So the way you feel and think and then express those wants, it's very important how yes. you place your words because the universe doesn't not recognize I don't want. Exactly. So case in point, I was sick on one of these last podcasts. I right. don't remember which one, but I was sick. And prior to getting sick... I was thinking in my head, and it was a, like a recording. I need a break. I'm tired. I need some rest. I'm fucking tired. I need a break. I want a break. I was not specific, but I was specific enough to say, okay, I need some rest. And my body just broke the fuck down. And for four days, I got exactly what the fuck I asked for. <laughs> got I felt like shit. <laughs> you didn't but... ask to feel like shit, but you asked for rest. I asked for rest, and I did. I slept I had to heal. That was my body's way of healing. But I got what I wanted. And a lot of people would say, oh, no, nah, that's some bullshit, you know. Right. You know, you, it was a cold going around your house. But you know what? Some people in the house didn't get as sick as I did. Right. And it didn't last as long as it lasted with me. Right. You know, so, yes, people, it is just that simple. So to to break it down to sixth and seventh grade terms... Yeah, just let them know you're powerful and what you think is going to happen. So be careful. Like you said, choose your words, choose your thoughts, choose your emotions because it's the emotion behind it. The emotion is the energy. Right. How do how strongly do you feel about this thing? Mm -hmm. You know, oh my God, I need some rest. Right. <laughs> All right, here you go. Here's a virus for you. <laughs> Lay your right. ass down. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So now I'm more specific. I'd love a vacation. <laughs> yeah. To Jamaica. Yes. All inclusive resort. Yes. Ninety five degree. Ninety five degree weather. Oh, yes. And I, want I don't it to want to be hot out. Yes. I cannot wait. And I don't want to have to think about anything but my hygiene. You know, I don't want to think about dinner. Right. I don't want to think about what the fuck <laughs> I got. I just want to wash my ass and I just, go. I just want to think about Brush what my color teeth. shorts am I yes. going to wear? Yeah. <laughs> Which flip flops am I going to put yes. on? Yes. Shit. If I run out of toothpaste, does this resort have How what I need? How many cannonballs am I going to do today at the pool? <laughs> Cannonball. How many Coronas am I going to drink? Good gracious. Ooh, that's it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um... How do you, this is, this is probably everybody else's thought too, because sometimes this is where I struggle, but how do you maintain 
your emotions and your thoughts and your words under bad conditions. So you wake up, you know, life might be a little tough at the moment. So you wake up with, under tough circumstances like, let's just say you're a single mom. Which you I was for no a long money, time. Yes. You got a baby there. Mm-hmm. You wake up. You ain't got no money. Your, your tire went flat. You got to get to your job. You're already late all the time because... <laughs> Because you're a mom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Single mom. Right. Or even if you're in sixth grade and you wake up and you don't have the cool jeans or the cool shirt or the cool shoes that all the other kids have. Like, how do you tell someone in those situations to, you know, try to keep their emotions and let them know that this too shall pass, keep their mind in a positive mindset, you know, their thoughts, their words. How do you teach someone to practice under those circumstances to keep their conscious on a positive level? Like, how would you tell someone to do that? Well, it goes back to um, exercising and understanding your power. You have the power to change your mind. You have the power to say, okay, I'm not going to allow the flat tire or the fact that I'm a single mom or the fact that, you know, my job isn't paying me enough um, and this is a new thought process or thing now is the whole practice of mindfulness and being in the present moment, but it truly works. Um, it does. It, it, helps it a lot. really, really does. If you can bring yourself into the right now, so stop, don't think about what's going to happen in two minutes. Oh, I got to fix the cornbread because I made beef stew. <laughs> no, I'm right here in the podcast. This is what I have to do. This is where my focus is right now. First of all, it keeps you in a mindset of what you're doing so you're able to think it through. Right. You know, and secondly, you know, it just, keeps you calm. It- if you are mindful and you're having a rough day and you're being in mind, if you know how to, if you have that practice where you're just going to sit back, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and kind of compartmentalize your feelings yes. and say, you know, this feeling is coming from this situation right now. If you're calm enough to be able to do that, which takes practice, I know for a fact, <laughs> because I could be a drama queen and I would get in a tizzy. But if you <laughs> learn how to stay out of that tizzy, and co- then you can get over it faster. Yes, because a tizzy comes when you start to overthink. Right, yes. because with the tire flat, then you start to think, oh my God, I got to be at work. And if I lose that job, and if I don't have this job, then I don't get this paycheck. If I don't get this paycheck, I'll be late on my rent. And, one and if thing I, oh my God, if I'm late on my mm-hmm. rent, then I'm going to get evicted. I'm gonna and get you're evicted. thinking about all of that right. shit. Right. All those things. All of those things. And they spiral out of control in a matter of seconds. And there you go. There you have it. You lose focus. And then you can't even fix it. You can't because you're all scattered. And, and I must interject this too, and I've said it before, is not only are you screwing up the rest of your day, but on a biological and physiological level, you're fucking with your, your body, your, your cells, your atoms, protons, neutrons, whatever we're made up of, you know, that, so then you get sick, you know, and your digestive system because your stomach gets in knots, yes, which does physically anxiety in your stomach physically. And then when your stomach and your digestive tract is thrown off, your whole body's thrown off. That's a good way to lose weight, but (laughs) yeah, it is the unhealthy way, but yes, stress induced anorexia. Yes. Yes, That's a real thing. People, it is, it is been there, done that. And then some people want to eat. They get that stressed out stomach. They think, oh, if I eat something, it'll calm my stomach down. 
or get this sweet out my mouth mm -hmm. or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. Lead them to drink. They might do a drug, feel numb inside. It leads to so many bad behaviors. Right. So. But it starts. And road rage. <laughs> and that can kill people, unfortunately. Right. So. Speaking of killing people, um, yeah, I just want to say rest in heaven to Nipsey Hussle. Yes, because his the, family, yes, his community. Yes, that, this is really bothered me. Like, I felt like he was a part of my family. And, you know, you don't connect. I didn't know this guy on any level other than knowing that he was a rapper, West Coast, but everything I heard about him was positive. And, oh, my goodness, it just hurts. Really weird that you feel that way. But that's the collective conscious. You know, right. you feel those things when you're connected on a conscientious level with good people, you know, just, right. yeah. So God bless his family. And also that's empathy. It is. You know, and learning that anyone gets shot and killed. I mean, it's, yes. it's, it's a sad, sad thing. It is. Right. It, it is. is. But when you know it affects so many people on a, you know, larger scale, that also, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. It's just sad. It's just sad. And yes, rest in heaven, Nipsey. So, well, we get there. I was going to, that was on my list of questions under, um, how do you think the collective conscious relates to race in America today? Ha ha ha. Well, that's all. It's all related because on a macro level, we've discussed, um, white supremacy, um, and the privilege that it holds. And so the United States and other countries were basically built on the construct of supremacy and one individual because of the color of their skin and the texture of their hair is more supreme than another. Therefore, if the collective conscious holds that belief, right. so it's not just the white people because they've passed this belief down through slavery and through separation of family. And so now me as a black person, I hold that belief somewhere in my psyche that right. to be white is to be right. And I don't care who you are. If you were not taught from infancy that you are special, that you are deserving of every good thing, if you grew up with anything other than that for just being who you are, then you fall under the construct of white supremacy because everything we know is that. It right. all goes back to that. It and all goes back to that. And you can be a black Hebrew nationalist. You can be pro-black. You can be all of that. But if you have not come to terms with what you know innately right. and then you, you, you're still under that construct of there's someone out there better than me. The construct, the white supremacy construct, and that is embedded in a white person. Yes. Studies show by the age of three. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so yeah, so if, it's, if the white supremacist thought is embedded in the white kid by the age of three, 
on the opposite end, mm-hmm. it's embedded in... Yes, the fact that you are not supreme, that you are inferior, that yes. there's something out there, you know, whether it be because of the cut, you're, you're too dark, or your hair is too kinky, or you, you don't, you know, we, in the black community, if you've got light eyes, oh my God, oh, I want hazel eyes, so get some hazel contacts, you know, that's all. I hate to say that is self-hate, but it's just wanting to be something other than who you were born to be. To be, you know, Correct. you want to change it because you think that it, it it enhances you, but really it doesn't because who you are on the inside is what's important. And it sounds so cliche, but it's the truth. So we, as a black people, we have to come to terms with what we were taught. Right correct it because there is room for correction and it doesn't have to be, Oh, I'm angry now. I've got melanin. (laughs) So I'm better because that's what it is. It's I'm my people, the Jewish, the Israelites were first and you know, and I don't know what the fuck all that means. Really. I don't. You're just using it as an example. Yes. Right. What does it do for you on a daily? I'm always, that's my right. Yeah. So, well, there I go saying right a lot, but it also goes, you know, as far as white people, white people are concerned, it it basically you're saying the construct was built, and it, the construct never left. Yes. So therefore, racism may not be as blatant as it was like in the civil rights movement right. and all those days, but white supremacy still exists. The mindset of the white mindset. supremacy. Yes. It's still there. In blacks and in whites. The construct is still there. So with those kind of constructs there in our subconscious, white people have a certain mindset, subconscious mindset, and that's why they behave in certain ways, just like it's affecting the black community in different ways. Yes. Sadly, more negative in the black community. Exactly. So white people have to get it together and kind of help deconstruct this deconstruct it yes we have to start realizing that but that's a whole nother podcast is it (laughs) yes it is kind of yes (laughs) a little bit yes that's a whole nother podcast because you're trying to explain how well you know how it's affecting black people in america right and so in essence because you know a lot of times you hear people with degrees and doctors and and philosophers say that you have to get past what happened to you in the past, you know, and I'm might be guilty of saying that too, but you really can't get to the goodness of who you are without first getting through the bad. You got to Yeah. You have to, uh, yeah, you got to do some self, Self-analysis. Yeah, there, there's that word again. But you have to have revelations. You have to realize, you, you got to know where you come from to get to where you're trying to go. I mean, that's true. So you really can't negate your past. Right. Especially when it comes to what we discussed, the gray area and the black and white of things. Because, like you said, if by the age of three, you know that you're superior on the white hand side. And by the age of three, you know that you're inferior on the black hand side. You got to fucking get that shit out of your head somehow. Yes. And that's, that's, that's the problem. Like how, like, so with that being said, 
to an old to like the older people that can start to think for themselves. Like even with social media, how do you wake up every day reading on the news? Another the police killed another black man. Another black man got shot. Mass incarceration. All these crazy bombings. Just all the crazy shit that's happening on social me- media. That's clearly just. Black issues. A lot of them are just black issues. Yes. So how, like, how do you tell somebody that you have the power to change it within themselves? Like, how do they begin to even start that little process to, and like overcome those that mindset? Like, well, how? that's a good. And I, you know what? I'm not I saying that you ha- should have yeah, the answer. I don't but, have the answer to that because for a lot of black people, you know, the answer. Mm-hmm is in God. The answer is in the church. The answer is in religion. And by all means, if that's what works for you, that's all fine and good. But for me, well, you know, with God, Jesus Christ, you know, that's the three, th- the Trinity the church. Yeah. And the Holy ghost. But if they really practiced it the right way, it might work. But sadly, the Christians don't the church don't always, <laughs> I, I don't want to insult anybody, but let's just be I real. Know, yeah. They're not really following. They're not practicing what they were preaching. Cause if they practice what they preached, it might be a little bit better, right. but it, it's, they don't, they take sin way too lightly and they pick and choose and blah, blah, blah. So that's a whole, but if you really look at religion as, and you do it the right way, it is almost those thoughts you would have, instead of getting mad, you would pray, which is almost getting mindful, getting to your center. It is. That so, is a you form know, of prayer. You know, God is, in my opinion, God is within us all. All of us. So right. mindful is a prayer. But if you worship all, whoever you pray to, if it's Jesus, if it's just God or whom, Mary or whatever, but if you do it the right way, but see, when they when they real when they go to church, they think, "Oh, I'll just go to church this Sunday and get my soul fed." But throughout the week, they're not. I just said that to my husband yesterday, and that's the issue that I have. They're not with doing it. Religion and with the church is the fact that they this, go home and gossip. Yeah, look, the, you see what what so and so had on girl. <laughs> yeah, she smokes cigarettes. It, we can't baptize her. Shit, <laughs> she can't have no hidden sin. Meanwhile, they're three hundred pounds, stuff in their face. They don't recognize that as a sin. So I mean, you can't. They pick and choose. Yes. Can yes. you tell I had a personal experience with well, that? Yeah, it's all hypocrisy. Hair. It's yes. all hypocrisy. Right. And for by all means, am I not knocking anyone in what they believe? No, because, but Just yeah, practice what you preach. Right. And, and there, I have it, to too. I mean, I'm not sitting here like yeah, self righteous. Like, I got no. some issues, but but there is no easy fix because it. It, it it has to start. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is, and I don't know if anyone does other than parenting. It starts at home. You know, it starts with teaching your children that. I mean, to truly be colorblind. I hate that term because you you know it seems so passe and so uh, right. Like the correct. It's like politically correct to be colorblind. Right. But you know, it's another ideology that hides. The, right. White fragility, really, but... There you go. White supremacy, white fragility. I mean, so for a white person to claim they're colorblind... <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, if a black person says they're colorblind, could it be the same? I, I don't know, but that's the whole different issue for white people to say they're colorblind, I suppose. Right. So I don't know, uh, Joe, what my answer would be to that, but I do know that the healing has to start now and that 
you have to start in the moment and that you can't be afraid because a lot of people are afraid to analyze and they're afraid to dig up their own shit and be faced with their own, you know, demons. That's hard for some people. Um, and they might not be able to do it either. A lot of people think they're over things that subconsciously they're not. They're not. So exactly. getting to the subconscious is super duper hard. Yeah, because you know, for yourself, because everything that functions, you know, is is on a subconscious level. Your heart beats. That's a subconscious function. You walk. You right. mean you learn how to walk consciously, but then you do it without thinking about it. That's the subconscious. Just like breathing. Yes. Right. So, yeah, it's it's difficult to change something that has been a part of you for forever. Forever. Yeah. Yes. So that kind of, it's depressing to even think of it in terms like that. <laughs> it really, it is. So to our point, <laughs> it can help. It can. It does help. It does help. It does help it to be help. mindful. It does help to be, to stay present, um, even in dealing with the death of, my oldest child it's been it's been a significant part of my healing is to remember to stay right here today because that was traumatic i could easily suffer post traumatic stress from watching him actually leave there's something to be said for giving birth to a child and listening to them, him cry and then watching him take his last breath i will never that right. image will never go away and it was traumatic to and i could go there easily but no i stay cuz i have shit to do i've got a podcast i've got a family i've got right. change that i'm trying to make in, within myself to help others. Right. Yeah. So. Which ultimately helps you heal. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to say something about, we wanted to make a correction. Oh, yes. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I have to correct because this week's podcast was supposed to be about the history of Planned Parenthood. Yes. Which we did not forget, but we decided we're going to bring up other institutions as well as Planned Parenthood. So we're still doing some research. Yes. But I had mentioned the founder of Planned Parenthood is Margaret Sanders, and it was not. It's Margaret Sanger. Sanger! So I just wanted to make that correction. So therefore, there is no relation to Sanders, There's Colonel Sanders, because <laughs> there ain't no Colonel Sanger. There may be. <laughs> there might be, yes. But anyway, I had to make that correction. Thank you for reminding no me. Problem, no problem. Forgot all about that. Yeah, we don't want people to think that we are. Um... Yes, and I knew that that day. It just came out wrong. And for people who want to learn more about unconscious bias and conscious bias, there's a great um, website, Diversity and Outreach from the University of California, San Francisco, that will teach you about those things um, and how it relates to our everyday life and how we deal with people, black and white in the gray area. And there's also a really good podcast on, and this podcast is strictly on manifestation, meditation, you know, controlling your thoughts. It's called Mind Valley. Nice. It's a really good podcast. So if you're interested in meditating and, you know, being more in control of your thoughts and how to go about it and how it affects you and things like that, it's a really good podcast. They yes. could check that out too. And for all of, all of our church goers, um, it's not about the devil to meditate. That's all about reaching your source. 
Yes. <laughs> because, you know, black people will call some shit the devil in a minute. That's a Satan. That's a the devil. Woo, Jesus. Yes. Oh, my God. Can get a little out of control. It can. Keep And it does. Basically, we just want people to focus on what's important. You know, so I feel like so many people are sidetracked. The focus is, is put over here when it should be there. You know, we have to start within before we can point fingers out. Yes. So that's basically what we're just trying to say and, like, how the construct is creating such a dynamic that's coming to a head. It is. It I really agree. is. And... So we're just trying to create some conversation, some dialogue. We are not claiming to be experts gurus. or gurus in any one specific area. We it just interests us. Yes. And we are just we're always in search of knowledge. And proof. I'm always using myself as a science project, so I know about yes. what I know about. I, I, I pride myself on being my own science right. project. And I try to. <laughs> I'm not I don't I don't always succeed. <laughs> I but. don't either, but about ninety five percent of the time yeah <laughs> hey we, we 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 finally did this podcast we did i'm so we proud did it. we of talked this. about it for a long time Ooh, but we decided goodness. to execute so we are here here we are making it happen manifestation and it, and it worked it worked out fine because when i brought up the podcast we had no idea how we were going to do it i don't even think you realized he had all the tools we needed to do it ah, the did universe. you right away i didn't, you didn't. I didn't at all it no. just seemed it just all worked out perfectly yes. Right. Wonderful. We just got to get that backdrop. It's coming, people. We're showing you face. I said that before, but you I know. you shall see Roe and Joe yes. live and in living color here soon and very soon. So follow us on Instagram at the Roe and Joe Show with a W. Like a Facebook, the Roe and Joe Show. And on Twitter at Roe and Joe Show. No W. No W. Until next week, people. Meditate. Yes, stay in the present. Mindfulness. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Read a book. Love yourself. Yes, love yourself first, actually. Because you can. Then meditate. Yes. <laughs> On love. <laughs> and prosperity and abundance. Yes. <laughs> and gratitude. We can't forget about oh, gratitude. Oh, gratitude is important. Very important. And remember, be careful the emotion that you hold because the universe will grant you exactly what you're asking for. Yes. And it may not be to your liking. And that's been said for since the beginning of time be careful what you wish for yeah it's the, the truth might come true yeah it's the truth mm-hmm. all right Rowan Joe show deuces <laughs>